Sometimes in life, you find yourself on the right side of the line. We got a trio of threes talking about a four. <laughs> Just because it's called a stereotype doesn't make it a lie. <laughs> you can put that on my greatness statue, that okay. quote right there. Live from Texas, this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast. has four thumbs and hates people these guys it's the dryline farmer podcast yes thank you ashton this is the dryline farmer podcast and we are back in our normal form because i've got my co-host with me landon nolan landon how was your week off last week oh is is much needed brent much needed break from what it's january exactly yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well nonetheless casey did or uh we had tom tenseth on last week and he uh did more than a good enough job of filling in for Landon. He is quite the conversationalist, quite the hunter, quite all those good things, and um, he is quite the weather reporter. I actually got a request from somebody on Twitter the other day about what happened to Radar Ricardo, so we may have to get him back into the mix on this uh, here podcast. So uh, he's just kind of been, you know, ever since they built that wall, he just couldn't find a way around it. But uh, we might have he might have an exclusive of trying to get over that thing. We'll have to uh, wait and see, see how that turns out. But uh, – now that we've got a new president, I bet he's going to play. What do you think he's going to do to that wall, Landon? <laughs> I think it's coming down, Brent. I think it's going to. He's going to say, "Mr. Biden, wait a minute, that's me. Tear down this wall." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like we. It's going to be like East and West Germany, man, down in El Paso, just like old Marty Robbins said. But uh, guys, we've got a great little episode this week. We're talking pardons now. At the end of all of the presidents. Um, tenures and um times in office they always go on a big pardon spree and uh landon and i are going to go back in history go back across different popular culture aspects of life and decide about who we might have pardoned if we had the chance um because they really think they had a bad rap or they just maybe didn't get due process and a lot of justice in the public eye so we're gonna we're gonna pardon a few people that uh kind of got a bad rap but before that, Landon, uh, it's pretty quiet right now. I know over here we're uh, I'm doing a whole lot of stuff in the shop, and I don't mean the farm shop. I mean the woodworking shop. So I get to do projects, and then I get about halfway through them, and then I have to start them over again because I suck at them. But uh, nonetheless, I'm doing that. And Are you rebuilding the ceiling you fell through? No, that was all professionally redone. Um, that is, uh, it, it was funny because the hole looked like a big vagina, but um, whatever the case, they <laughs> I guess they had they found a transvaginal mesh and <laughs> covered it back up in there. So that was a really good bonus for us. But um, the funniest thing about that was is I have one of my real good friends. He did the exact same thing about a week ago at his house. And um, who's that? Oh, Seth. Yeah, he was uh, putting the Christmas tree up in the attic, and in the attic, and uh, missed a joist and down through the drywall of the ceiling he came he didn't fall through just like i did he got hung up there and but this was over this ceiling was in his garage so he knocked off something through the ceiling and it kind of scratched up his lady's car but um anyway i think he kind of bruised ribs like i did but he's a vet so he probably just went down to his own vet clinic and x-rayed himself and gave himself some ivermectin or some 
you know, hydroxychloroquine or whatever that potassium. <laughs> Took took some of that dewormer. <laughs> took some of that dewormer and poured it down the Fixes middle of it. Oh yeah, man, it's a miracle drug. But um, so he had some um, sympathy pains with me because he actually went through the same problem as I did. But uh, that kind of landed the thank you because that kind of leads into some of my problems today. I had what would you would call a dementia day or a new president day. I don't know what you call it, but um, I started out the no, actually this was yesterday evening. I guess it started all yesterday evening. A, on our third pot of coffee, we thought we needed one. So because we made pancakes and all that good stuff, I loved the breakfast food for the break, uh, for dinner. So um, we made the pancakes and the boys got that. So we had to have coffee. So we made our third pot of coffee for the day, or at least I did. And I got the water in there, got the coffee grounds in the filter, and completely forgot that you got to have a pot, uh, pot underneath the uh, filter. And um, fortunately, my wife had caught it until uh long before it drained the whole thing i did cover most of the counter in coffee but um so that was the beginning of my um nearing 40 uh years old problems that i'm about to encounter but the uh let's see what i did something this morning that i forgot i'm trying to remember you know what it's kind of ironic not ironic it's kind of right on the nose that i forgot but i know after lunch i was uh, actually before lunch i was um Pulled up to the gas tank at the house, and of course it's got the old farm hose with where you put the rock in the uh, handle, and you let the gas just gravity flow into your pickup. Well, the, right after I got that going, I got a phone call. And of course I started talking, and then I started talking, and kept talking and listening, and opened up the door, getting ready to hang up, and I saw a pool of something outside of my pickup, and I'm like, that's nice. Oh shit, I left the gas going. So um, I had to hang up the phone, and I had to jump across like a two-inch deep pool of gasoline, and I threw my cigarette out first, and then um, jumped up on the side and knocked the rock off. And um, my wife actually told me she saw, uh, she was coming out of the barn, going back to the house, and she saw me, and she thought about telling me, because she thought I was, she saw me on the phone, and she was going to remind me not to forget about the gasoline, but she, I guess she thought I was responsible enough to remember it. Because she said, I know I was going to remind you because that's what would happen to me if I did that. And uh, it happened, and then I did something else this afternoon. Oh, that's right. I I forgot to sell corn at the low, Landon, like last year. You want Do you want to elaborate on anything like that on uh, how could I forget to um, not sell all of my corn at the bottom of the market versus so far it's close to the top? Well, you hope this is the top. Well, I mean, you hope it's not the top. You hope this is the bottom. Yeah. Well. But yeah. You're doing. You're doing a lot better than last year. So I we caught, all had a good. We all had a good chuckle all year last year about y'all. Yeah, we uh, we definitely set the bottom. Well, no, I think we got it two cents off the bottom, but um, I did sell my overage uh, about a dollar more than I did for my uh most of my um corn. So Landon uh, took my order this morning, and he said, well. You did the same thing about this time last year, except it was a dollar ten, dollar twenty lower. <laughs> so uh, yeah. it uh, made me feel a whole lot. It made me feel like I really was on top of things. So yeah, but uh, Landon is a co-op. Y'all are just trucking that stuff in and out, and that's probably about all that's going on right now, isn't it? Just shipping grain, trying to add a little value to the bottom line. That's yeah. There you go, making dividend for the growers. So uh, yeah, like I said, it's pretty. It, it's pretty quiet over here. Landon, did you watch any? I'm sure I know the answer to this, but did you watch any of the inauguration today, or was there a rerun of a ShamWow commercial today? 
No, I didn't watch any of it. No, that is too too depressing of a deal. I noticed they're already uh, protesting in Portland, so uh, I'm guessing That's Biden good. already did something wrong, or I, I didn't think, I thought all that, well, no, Kamala actually said that uh, back during the campaign that they're going to keep protesting before the election, during the election, and after the election, and they should continue to do that. So uh, I guess the people, these are the people that were, that, that have been calling for the protests all summer. So why should it stop? Yeah. Yeah. She, it, it's ironic that she says that she said they should, they're going to protest even after, after the election and they can, should continue to do that. I guess she knows that when they become president, they are still going to suck after they get elected. So they're, yeah. they might as well just keep protesting because they're not going to like what they're going to see. So, you know, I guess she, in that instance, she is kind of a, um, a good forecaster or maybe a little bit of a clairvoyant. So she's got that going for, her. but um, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't see any of the inauguration. I didn't see him. Did you think, I mean, I guess they have all the inaugural balls this week or tonight, I guess. Is it like, do they have like shuffleboard games and canasta and bridge or, well, I mean, surely he's not <laughs> staying up much. Pat. I mean, surely he's already in bed right now. So um, I can't imagine what all the – what do you think those inaugural balls might be like, Landon? I bet they're pretty low-key, Brent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, there's probably – what do they got, like Metamucil, you know, take Metamucil shots or something. I don't know. Does that stuff – can you put that in Jell-O? Will that keep that, – that'll keep Jell-O pretty regular, won't it? I don't know if it'll solidify if it's in Metamucil. <laughs> <laughs> Get a Metamucil <laughs> shot, maybe a little uh, insure – do some body shots off of Bernie or something. Do some insure, but uh, I saw the uh, saw the uh, picture of him today. He had like some kind of trench coat or something on at the inauguration, and had uh, some or something. And, yeah, it had some mittens, and then he had a. It looks like yeah, I don't know if it was a briefcase or like a Manila folder or what it was, but looked like Thanks he for, was. Thanks for mittens. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, I can't do shit in these mittens, but he was holding some kind of paperwork. I don't know if it was a. Uh, I don't know if he was uh, waiting for an assassination attempt and he was going to be uh, maybe thrown in there in line, but um, maybe he was just his uh, Medicare papers. I don't know, but whatever the case, it was uh, it was it was an interesting photo op. But yeah, so no, kind of depressing if you're on the right side of politics and not the left side. And it's uh, be it'll be interesting, it'll be scary, and so much is life. But that's where you go. But Landon, we're going to get into the pardons. We're going to get into um, who we really thought had a bad idea or who, who got a bad shake in their um, whatever happened to him at their point in life. But uh, actually, I think we're going to get right over Ricardo. He's going to come in here with a weather forecast. Well, I don't know if it's a weather forecast. Maybe it's more of a field report. So we're going to see what he's got to say, and we'll be back right after this on the Dryline Farmer Podcast. Hey, Capron. Hey, man, when you said a caravan, what's the woman out? You've been a Dutch caravan, not the... We uh we took a vacation for like I, we put we were on COVID, we had COVID for like I don't know about the it was like months and months and we're still kind of like I mean Diego never really had any taste to begin with you know what I'm saying because you know we married his cousins and she's fat or whatever but uh, nonetheless uh, we're uh, back in the saddle again and uh, we're COVID free or whatever and you wouldn't believe it but the word down in Honduras right now and we're joining the caravan and it's kind of like a fool me once you know shame on you fool me twice shame on me kind of thing because Bato the second time I fell for uh, fell for the whole caravan thing again and I thought he meant a Josh caravan 
and like Dodge caravans are like really popular in my culture or whatever, and we like always try to like uh, hoopty around them or whatever. But man, uh, once again, Matoy got me in this caravan that's coming through Honduras ever ever since Joe Biden was uh, elected a president or whatever. And so we like we've been lining up like country after country. There's like a lot of countries you have to go through here, Matoy. Like Nicaragua, Costa Rica, and then like you get to Mexico, Matoy. Man, it's like a whole long trek. Man, it's like a pizza Mexican marathon or whatever. Anyway, hey man, uh, it's hot down here, so all I can say. I mean, I know I was gonna do a weather report for you up there, and I know you don't really care about it. It's like what it's like down here in the Central America or whatever. But hey, Vato, it's hot. Just like the Chicanas, ah, ah, ah. Hey, Vato, it's gonna be hot tomorrow, hot the next day, and hot all the way through the weekend because hey, we're like close to the equator or whatever. Hey, this week, uh, we just wanna thank everybody who uh, wore their mask or whatever. Hey, hey, cabrón, I know this is a caravan or whatever, but put your mask on. Hey, Vato, sorry, man, there's like half of them not even wearing masks. This is Reina Ricardo, and I said, yo, back to you. All right, guys, we are back from that great report from Radar Ricardo. We, uh, we've, we've missed you, buddy, and uh, maybe you'll become more of a regular here and uh, hopefully get all your stuff straightened out, and um, maybe you and Diego can find a good rental together. So, uh, guys, it's the end of Trump's <laughs> term, and he handed out pardons just like all the rest of the presidents do. And so we're going to hand out a few pardons of our own here on the Dryland Farmer podcast. So here we go. All right, Landon. Are you so you are you feeling forgiving this week? A little bit. Yeah, that's good. Well, when you're in a forgiving mood, you want to hand out pardons because, as the verse goes, if you don't forgive, you will not be forgiven. So we're gonna try to do our best to uh, stay in line with that uh, line of thinking and um, do some pardoning here as we get on through the podcast. Now, the first one that really came to my mind it was kind of a no brainer was the hunter that shot Bambi's um, that shot Bambi's mom. Now. Land before we before we started the episode, we were doing some pre-show work, and uh, you were saying it was probably in season, right? Uh, yeah, I'm sure it was in season, and I'm sure the guy had a doe pass. Yeah, or, <laughs> a I, mean, I mean, I mean, a doe, a doe permit, a doe. So, um, did he? Uh, does it show him? See, I don't even know if I've ever seen Bambi. I've probably seen bits and pieces. Do they? Do they? Do they skin it or what do they do? They uh, field dress it right there on the movie, or does that do it like off screen? I'm pretty sure the I'm pretty sure the processing scene got cut. <laughs> that did that hit the that hit the cutting room floor? It pretty much just follows Bambi from that point on. <laughs> does it like? Is there any blood or anything like dribbling from the side of the screen? Kind of in. No, the, you just you just you just hear some gunshots and then he meets a rabbit or something. What did, goes on from there? What what kind of gun did it sound like? What do you think he was using? Um. Back in, the, I'd say probably a three hundred eight, maybe maybe a two forty three. Two forty three. Now, um, which one? Which one has more knockdown? Oh, the three hundred eight. But it took the guy multiple shots. I mean, that's oh, oh, it, was, that's, it that's, wasn't a one shot. I'm pretty sure it was multiple shots. Man, that's maybe, pretty. Maybe that, there was a mercy shot in there. <laughs> but you, you gotta, even back then, yeah, you, you gotta thin the herd. I mean. It, we're assuming it's not Elmer Fudd, but because I mean I don't think he ever killed anybody. He, he he wasn't very successful. No, did he? He had more like a musket. Well, no, he always had the double barrel shotgun, I guess. So he had the, uh, he had the old scatter gun. Yeah, yeah, he had the scatter gun. So maybe that was a side by side. <laughs> yeah, I don't figure that over and under wasn't coming out yet by then. But uh, nonetheless, you mm-hmm. know, if it's in season, 
you know, and, um, you know, you got the doe tag and you're going to field dress it. What's, I don't know any about, I don't know anything about deer hunting really. What's the regulations on a, uh, tagging a deer once you shot it, you got to do it right then and there or what? Oh yeah. Pretty quick. I mean, put the tag somewhere before the game warden shows just, up. I'm sure they just took it to a processor and got some, got some summer sausage made and called it a day. <laughs> got a little jerky. Do you think it was the Acme processing facility? <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Definitely was. <laughs> I, I, I imagine it would be Wiley Coyote's Acme uh, processing facility. But uh, so, yeah, I mean, the guy was really following the law. He was just doing his own thing. And I mean, just so happened that Bambi's mom had to be out there grazing in the uh, in the um, li- lilacs and daffodils and the f- open pasture. And I mean, hey, you stick your head where it doesn't belong. It's going to get shot off. So, uh, you know, if you're a mom of deer and you're going to be teaching your kid life lessons <laughs> during the middle of deer season. Lesson one should be to not go out in the daytime. To hide, you know, or at duck. least or at least duck. Yeah, 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 you beat me to, yeah. Lesson one, I don't know how deers talk, but it's like lesson one is duck, you know, and then yeah. um, at well, least. Rule number one, only hang out with people that are bigger targets than you, and then <laughs> yeah. boom. Buck for the uh, duck for the buck. That should be the saying of every mom that talks to their, uh, especially. Well, with, Probably right before that, she's probably like, "We're good." I mean, I'm a doe, and you're you're just a little fawn or whatever. Now, was Bambi was he a doe or a buck? He's a buck, man. He's a he buck. Drew horns okay. Later. Oh, okay. He had a girlfriend, okay. I think, or a wife. I, I don't really know what deers do if they get married. Or, I don't know. Well, they probably don't even identify until they're six months old or something. So, you know, what do they what do they call marriage in in deer talk? The rut. <laughs> the <laughs> doesn't, rut doesn't sound good. <laughs> no, knocking knocking antlers or something. Hor- yeah. dude, he got horned up or something. I don't know what it is, but uh, whatever the case, uh, the hunter uh, that shot dude, Bambi's. Can you imagine if humans had a mating season like you can't. <laughs> you can only mate during this time. <laughs> yeah, well, they do. It they do. Men for men, it's every day. And for women, it's just whenever yeah. they feel like it, you know. So for men, it's for men, it's their birthday. <laughs> <laughs> men, for men, it's they're always in heat. Men are always in heat. <laughs> for men, it's their birthday or when they finally redo the bathroom. <laughs> there you go, or finally finish those shelves you've been working on for all winter long. So yeah, one it's... of those cars with a bow tie on it. <laughs> uh, again, if if you ever bought your wife or girlfriend a car with a big bow on it for Christmas, chances are your neighbors hate you too. So. Uh, <laughs> What what state do you think Bambi took place in? I'm gonna say, I want to say Kentucky, but I'm not for sure. They're good. To, is Bambi a whitetail or is he mule deer? No, he's an axis. Well, I thought he was. I think he's an axis deer, and, and it's open season all year long on those. Axis deer. Did you look that up? You had no, to look I mean, that I, up. I have before. I have before. <laughs> Wasn't he the one with like the spots on him? What kind of deer was Bambi? I'm going with Axis deer. I think he had a little white tailed deer. What? The problem with Bambi. There is a whole article about this. This one says in the original book, Bambi was a roe deer, a species native to Europe, but Disney decided to base the character on a mule deer from Arrowhead, California. What is Bambi syndrome? A quick, a quick definition of Bambi syndrome, a disorder in which you, can't, you just can't deal with reality and nature as it is, and so throw away any semblance of rationality or observation in preference for a fantastical Disney-like fairy tale sense of reality 
Or in other words, you're also known as a psychopath. So, um, dude. That's bullshit. Bambi Bambi was an Axis deer. He had all the freaking spots on his body. I don't know. All right, I'm going to pull up Axis deer, and we're going to see what it looks like. Like like the Axis powers? Exactly. This one says a Cheetal. That's an Australian deer. Are there wild Axis deer in Texas? They have been roaming in Texas since 1932 when they were brought in as a game species in South Texas. In time, many Axis escaped and eventually created feral populations. Just look up Axis deer images and I'll show you pictures of them. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, you're right. It's got this one says Cheetal. And then look up then look up an image of Bambi. Okay, you're almost taking this personally, is is what I'm getting out of this. Bambi deer uh, images. Yeah, he's got the spots all right. Of course. Yeah, Disney doesn't know what the fuck they're talking Sorry, they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> and in one uh, picture, he's got... Oh, no, that must be the girlfriend because it's got blue eyes, but everywhere else. Deer poacher sentenced to watch Bambi movie. It's <laughs> <That's> pretty good. <laughs> That's like a snuff film for a, a deer poacher. What are you talking about, Judge? No. <laughs> You know they you know they were hooping and hollering when Bambi's mom got shot. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's like sentencing Hannibal Lecter, the real Hannibal Lecter, to watch Silence of the Lambs. You'd have to talk or, or to or to watch Saw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. You'd have to you'd have to cuff him to the chair not for him to escape so he won't be whacking off during it. <laughs> oh man, that went off the rails. That is awesome. Now here's a Bambi yeah. effect. Let's see. That may actually affects the deer. Oh, man, that is awesome. Okay, now, so Bambi has taken up a lot of our time, but that's okay. Let's get over here. Okay, now, for all you sports fans, and the only reason I know this guy's name is because he was on an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm, but Bill Buckner, now, he is notorious for having a, what, a ball go through his legs, what, like Game 6 of the World Series or something, or Game 7. Yeah, and he was a what was he a Yankee? Was he a Yankee? He was a Red Sox. Red Sox, okay. He was a Red Sox, and with two outs in the ninth, and I mean they had like, I think the Red Sox had like seven different hitters to get out, and they couldn't get one out, so they hit a they hit a ground ball to him. And before this, before the series, they interview him about what he thinks about the series, and he's like, "Well, I think it's gonna be a great series, blah blah." And at some point, he says, "You don't want to be the guy that." (laughs) <laughs> that let the ball go between your legs. And, oh, you know, wow. he, he might have even said game six. I don't know. But he, he says, like, you don't want to be the guy that lets the ball go through his legs in a big game. And sure enough. And so what happened is he's going to fill the ball. Like, his leg moves in and kind of moves his arm just a little bit. So I'm, so I'm playing it right now, Landon. Oh, wow. And it just goes right down the foul inside the foul line. So according against according the Mets, Wilson, the guy that hit that, he claims that he was still going to beat that out. He was still going to beat the throw. No, well, the guy was going to run to first or whatever. Oh, see, um, he missed. He was st- Buckner was standing right next to um, first base, so he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna outrun that pit that uh, that fielded ball. He was back a little bit. It's hard to know. Yeah, we'll never know. Well, whatever the but, case. Uh, I would pardon him because, I mean, like you, what did you just say? They had seven players to get out, and they couldn't get one. Yeah, yeah and the guy had like well over 2,000. And the guy should probably be a Hall of Famer if it's not for that play. 
also a little Seinfeld humor. Keith Hernandez yeah. was in the was in the locker room, really drinking a beer with his uniform off. If this story is true, I'm sure it's totally false. And one of the one of the guys had to go down and get him because he had to come up and bat again. He was getting ready to go home. Oh wow! And they thought the game was over. Uh huh. Batting Sox getting out. A batting average of two eighty nine career. 2,700 hits, 174 home runs, and 1,208 RBIs. How many runs did he score? Uh, RBI, well, RBIs, 1,208, doesn't have runs right here. 174, he was an all-star in 81 and the NL batting champion in 1980, but he, so he changed quite a few teams. Let's see. Yeah, he played for the Dodgers, I think, for a while. <clears throat> so he played for the Dodgers. He started. He drafted by the Dodgers. Went to the Cubs, Red Sox, Angels, Royals, and back to the Red Sox. So he, um, oh, he died. Wow, I didn't know that. Died like yeah, uh, two died. years ago. Yeah, a couple years ago. Huh. Scored over a thousand runs. Yeah, he should. Yeah, twenty-seven hundred. That's a. Louis he body dementia. Oh wow, huh? He almost had five hundred doubles. Wow, that is crazy. Charlie Sheen bought purchased the Buckner ball at auction in nineteen ninety two for ninety three thousand dollars. Huh? Made a cameo appearance in the comebacks and curb your enthusiasm. Let's see what Louis body dementia is. Two oh, just typical dementia. Yeah. Wow. Huh. So um, we're definitely going to give Bill Buckner a pardon. Just uh, if nothing else, he uh, went out on a very tough, tough way to go out. And he wasn't very old either. He was only, gosh, what, only 69 years old or something. He was, let's see, born in uh, 49. Yep, 69 years old. Died in May of, May of 19. So um, Buckner, rest in peace, brother. Okay. Now, this this um, name is probably not super uh, super um, well known, very famous. But Lana, I know you're a big Teen Mom uh, watcher. I know you binge on Teen Mom too, don't you? <laughs> that and Teen Wolf, yeah. Teen Wolf, yeah. Well, so Janelle Evans. Now, she was a uh, not a character, but she was uh, not. A, she wasn't a contestant either. But um, let's see, arrest. But she was a, a star on Teen Mom Two, uh, and it, so she got arrested. And it's really the arresting uh, of the arrest of her is really not as good or as I I don't want to say um, poetic, but her husband or her boyfriend, maybe baby's daddy, I don't know. Whatever the case, he got arrested for running a meth lab now i'm sure he wasn't a um who's the guy on breaking bad walt white walter white but um how many people how many of the girls on teen mom i mean it's got to be a 50 percent shot that their boyfriends are going to be meth if not a meth head probably more like meth runners i would think i mean it just kind of goes hand in hand with it probably some meth in there (laughs) probably some meth in there but uh, let's see if we can uh, look her. So her first arrest, Janelle and her then boyfriend Kiefer Delp. <laughs> yeah, he needs to be arrested just for that name. Were arrested for allegedly breaking into a neighbor's home in possession of drug paraphernalia. She later pled guilty to the second charge and was sentenced to twelve months probation. 
Uh, okay. She, then this is in October 2010. Then in oh, this is after February 2010. Oh, then she was in a cat fight in March of 2011. And then August of 2011, she was arrested once again, this time for not abiding by the terms of her probation. And she was testing positive for marijuana and opioids. Let's see. She got arrested again in January of 2012. Got arrested again in January of 2012. Then she went nearly two months without getting arrested before her former boss accused her of cyber stalking. So do you think it was the meth lab boss or like the producers on Teen Mom 2? They needed some ratings. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. In May of 2012, she said yes. She accepted her proposal by her, what, amid her tumultuous relationship with former boyfriend Gary Head. <laughs> These are porn stars. <laughs> Gary Jeanette, Head and they still got pregnant? <laughs> Gary Head and what was her first one? Kiefer Delp. Yeah. These are yeah, these are porn stars. Janelle accepted his yeah. proposal. The engagement, however, was called off two weeks later when she accused Gary of stealing a necklace from her. Every time. Every time it happens like that. Yeah. Let's, what, about, uh, <laughs> what about some good court movies? Would you would you pardon the guy that ordered the code red? <clears throat> you can't handle the truth. You know, there's a lot of circumstantial evidence in that. Wasn't it, didn't it end up, what was it, hazing or was something that, because the guy was failing or whatever? Well, he, he lost the trial because the guy confessed at the end. <laughs> oh, that's true. I don't know. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to let you take the verdict on that one because I just don't know uh, enough I'd, about this case. I'd say no, you can't just you can't just go kill people just because just because they're slowing the group down. So that brings me to a case I do know a lot about, and that's full metal jacket. And I'm pretty sure I'm gonna pardon Private Pile because drill sergeant uh tell me his name. Uh well, no, the the That's characters the, the characters name. Yeah, um let's see. Arlie Ermy. Let's see. Arlie Ermy, best known for playing Gunnery Sergeant Hartman. Yeah, Hartman. Yeah, I am giving a um a full and un how do they say it? You're giving a full metal pardon. <laughs> <laughs> We're giving a full metal pardon to a private pile because Gunnery Sergeant Hartman was quite an ass. I mean, he was a dick. Let's not get over it. And then Private Pyle was probably, maybe a little, I don't know. Did you think he was mentally stable to stand trial? I don't think so. Of course, then he well, shot himself in the bathroom. So, I mean, there's that. This is, this, this is a posthumous pardon, but, <laughs> but a pardon nonetheless. Well, most of these are. I mean, you got we pardoned Bill Buckner and, so he, and he's passed on. What a good court movie. Yeah. Any court comedies? Any court comedies? What about uh, Ernest Goes to Jail? I think I would pardon him, even though he didn't really do anything. So there was yeah, always that. I mean, he did break out at least. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did get out after he was electrocuted. Now, that's uh, that's. I think I'd pardon the guy. I'd pardon. I'd pardon the guy that helped him. Pardon. See, yeah, it's been so long. I, it's been so long since I've seen that documentary. I can't remember really Dude, how it goes. <laughs> you remember? Do you remember at the beginning of Ace Ventura, the guy with the the mustache that he brings the UPS package to? I don't guess so. And he starts beating the shit out of his car. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was a boxer in real life. Anyway, he was the guy that was in jail with Ernest. I'm taking. I'm going to take your word for it. I'm going to take your word for it. So, all right. So we're giving. We're going to give. Uh, um, Ernest goes to jail. We're going to give him a pass. So, um, back to the cartoons. Down the Andy Griffith show that that went to jail every night to sleep it off. Oh, Does Otis. He, <laughs> yeah, they were. 
Because chances are Aunt B was enabling is enabling him, I bet. You know, Otis Probably. would always go in there. And, I mean, you know, they put the key in between the two cells in arm's reach. You got to figure. Where, where was he getting drunk? Does Is that ever explained in the show? I watched a lot of episodes of that, and I don't... I mean, I was little when I watched that. No, you know, I don't remember where if he was getting moonshine or or what it was, but um, whatever the case. Of course, I remember them busting up a, a moonshine still somewhere in the uh, backwoods, but... Uh, well, I remember that episode, those two lay old ladies were unknowingly making moonshine, and they thought they were making, like, plant food or something, and uh, <laughs> Barney goes in there and bashes them in because they... Uh, um, poor old... Um, What's the boy's name? Um, Opie kind of inadvertently busted the old ladies. So, um, but they honestly didn't think they were making moonshine. But whatever the case, that's uh, that's kind of how that goes. What so, about, what about the guy that stole Pee Wee's bike? Would you pardon him? Yeah, hell yes. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, anything anybody yeah. that did anything bad to that guy is going to get a free pass in my book. Would you Would you pardon Pee Wee Herman for what he did in the movie theater? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's nasty. That's nasty. Yeah, that's was bad. it a was it a it was a porn theater too, wasn't it? Yeah, I guess you're kind of asking for it. Yeah, I mean, on second thought, I mean, it's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like Bambi out in the open pasture during doe season. I mean, what do you expect? Somebody's yeah, going to shoot true. something. <laughs> yeah. But um, so yeah, okay. Now back to the cartoon. You brought this up earlier before we started. Now that all the Scooby Doo villains. Well, now, give me kind of your philosophy on that. I'm not really sure. I'm kind of confi- I'm kind of kind of conflicted on it. Um, I mean, they're getting foiled by kids. I don't know if if any of them are doing just just too much. Were they like what was what was the biggest oh, they were doing? Usually, they were uh, scaring people out of a hotel so they could tear it down and build a like a I don't know like a whorehouse or something i don't know <laughs> yeah, right. yeah 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 i'm pretty sure pretty sure shaggy wouldn't have been, wouldn't have been stopping that crime he'd have been he'd have been the first one in there oh uh, yeah they were either going to make a whorehouse or a meth lab on the old on the old hotel grounds if it wasn't for those pesky kids and the mystery machine yeah they're giving white trash mustache rides <laughs> uh giving wheelbarrow hay rides to all the uh, unsuspecting females so yeah so, you know, I think they got really they got a long ways into the episodes before the kids busted them. So, and you know, those probably were I mean, I'm betting all those kids except for maybe Shaggy, they were all homeschooled. So, that I just want to see these houses where they like run into a door on one side and then they come out the door on the opposite side without ever crossing back over. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. The uh, the graphics of those days were uh, unparalleled uh, versus you know what what we see today in the Pixar movies. So uh, I'm giving. I think I'm going to give them all passes. I'm going to give them all full, full and un. Um, I'm trying to think of the word. How do they say it? Like un, it's not unquestioned pardon, but it's like unalterable pardon. Whatever the case. Okay. So um, you now you this one I don't agree with. You said Chucky. Tell me about this. I don't any puppet. I'm not pardoning any puppet. Yeah. He seemed pretty innocent. Did, I mean, was he brought to now? Was it like a Satan thing? What brought him to life, or was it a spell? Oh man, that's something worth looking up. I seemed like it was some kid's doll, and then the guy, the kid, the guy died, and then oh, then, uh, did he possess it? Yeah, let's see. Here. Let's see. Child's Chucky, play. Chucky puppet. 
1988 film Child's Play. Let's see there what the go. plot is here. I've I've never seen the first one. Is a fictional I've seen character. the one where he kills his girlfriend. He throws like a. I would have liked to have seen Chucky in um, Team America World Police. That would have been awesome. <laughs> Let's see. Chucky is portrayed as a notorious dead, quote, dead serial killer whose spirit inhabits a good guy doll and continuously tries to transfer his soul from the doll to a human body. Yeah, Charles Lee Ray, a fugitive and serial killer, is chased through the streets of Chicago. He shoots him multiple times and hits him. Charlie's accomplice, Eddie Caputo, escapes. Breaks into a toy store where Mike shoots him again. Charles, realizing he's dying, performs a Haitian voodoo spell to transfer mm-hmm. his soul into one of the good guy dolls. <laughs> <laughs> now, see the see it wasn't the doll's fault. You know, so the, the guy committing the crimes was dead. This still him. I'm not. I'm not pardoning him. But uh, what I will not pardon either is the seed of Chucky. A I think this is about the fifth installment of the Chucky series um, that's just two on the nose we've already gone over Pee Wee Herman and um, who else got busted for doing that I know some perv but uh, whatever the case uh, Seed of Chucky does not sound like a, a mainstream movie and then there's Cult of what Chucky <laughs> man there's all kinds of them Bride of Chucky in the 19 remake of Child's Play Chucky is voiced by Mark Hamill wow wow oh freaking luke skywalker that is awesome and you're gonna you're gonna give him a pardon now yeah no but, okay Brent, here here's a big one since christmas is over now would you would you pardon the wet bandits <laughs> or or the sticky bandits well the sticky i'm gonna pardon the sticky bandits first because i mean if the guy's gonna rob me and then he's got to cause all that water damage to my house i'm not gonna be happy you know if he takes some yeah. You know, if he carries off a safe, but you know, if he's just got those, uh, he's just got those double-sided taped gloves that he's got on his hands. That he, it looks like that athletic tape that they wrap all everybody's ankle, all the offensive line's ankles with. Um, you know, that's pretty intuitive. That's pretty, um, you know, it's not too novel. It's actually pretty practical. So I'm gonna go ahead and, Good idea. yeah, yeah. So, um, if yeah. you're if you're in the biggest friggin' toy store in the world and all you have to do to break into it is hide out <laughs> in some doll houses. <laughs> yeah, and pretend you're mannequins inside a toy house. <laughs> yeah. Your security sucks something awful. And it, and if, if one of the criminals is dumb enough to ask where the where the bathroom is in his toy house, then yeah. <laughs> if you're getting foiled by those guys. Then, I'm calling yeah. a, that's one of those what we call a plot hole. In that, think, in that whole movie. I think I'd put Mr. Duncan in jail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mr. Duncan. Oh, man. What a loser that guy was. Given- hey, uh, t- tomorrow morning, we're going to take like 80000 bucks to a child's hospital. Should we leave somebody there overnight? Nah, let's just go home. <laughs> Do we need any night watchmen? No, we're yeah. going to leave We're gonna leave it in this 1930 cash register with no lock on it. <laughs> it's, it's Christmas Eve. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. Nobody's going to do anything. Are you kidding me? <laughs> should, should we hide it in a box that you can't see into? No, we got this good glass one here. Let's look at all this money. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. So many plot holes in that deal. So many plot holes. Well, uh, let's see. Now, um, this one's a little darker. Now, the Batman movie series. Now, of course, everybody loves the Joker. The Joker's probably, I mean, he's certainly a villain. He's a super villain. I don't know if he, what do they call it? Uh, not the anti-villain, but where the, he's a villain, but they, people still like him. Uh, maybe it is an anti-villain. 
I don't know, whatever. But um, you think you should um, you think you should pardon the Joker for because allegedly he killed Bruce Wayne's parents. Some jokes go bad. <laughs> oh, gosh, <laughs> some of them just fall flat right into the back alley. So. Right, right. No, I, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't give him a pardon. I want. Are there are there any Batman villains you would pardon? It seems like. You know, it Cat seems like Woman. Catwoman gets the past in all of them because Batman's always trying to, you know, do her. Yeah, well, I mean, can you, or Robin, I don't know. Um, the Riddler, I don't know. I mean, if he's got some good jokes or good riddles, I mean, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of something to look up to. I, I hate riddles. I'd put that guy away forever. <laughs> Especially if it's Jim Carrey. So Maybe the, penguin? the Penguin? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. <laughs> I, wouldn't, the... I wouldn't let any of those guys go. That movie blew no, ass. No, that, that. Yeah. That uh, sucked on skates, yeah, pretty it much. So I think those are all going to um, go away to Arkham forever. Maybe, maybe the Penguin. Yeah, maybe. he was a sewer dweller, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a sewer dweller. Danny DeVito, golly. I didn't know you could make something ugly look that much worse, but they did a good job of Didn't. it. And, even the guy that that played him in the in the in the series, the guy that was Rocky's manager in the Rocky movies, oh, yeah? Meredith, he was he was a good penguin too. I didn't know. Speaking that. of Rocky, would you pardon Ivan Drago? <laughs> Probably, just because of that stupid Irish mix. <laughs> no, Stallone was. I, mean, a, I guess he was like Italian, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's an Italian stallion. Yeah, Italian I mean, he, stallion. I mean, you do probably sign a waiver when you step into the ring. Well, yeah. I mean, you got to waive all liability to the promoter. Because I mean they're not going to play for that. So uh, once yeah. he did get to hang out with James Brown right before that, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, what about uh, didn't Apollo Creed kill what's his name? No, Mister Mister T. Mister T. Lang killed uh, helped helped kill Mickey the trainer. Oh, okay. They, they got in a shoving match, and then Mickey went back, and I guess died of a heart attack. I suppose. Oh. Well, now who? Didn't he kill one of the guys, his wrestler, his boxing buddy, didn't get killed by the Russian guy in the ring? Apollo Creed got killed by him. Oh, Apollo Creed did. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. See, I'm not. It's been, it's, that was the 80s, man. And you and I are like a year or two apart. So, true. It's, um, it's one of those things. Well, guys, we're getting a little longer in this uh, episode. We're going to maybe close it down here unless Elena's got any final thoughts or uh, maybe he wants to pardon himself, but that's he's got to get an OnlyFans page for that. So uh, at, <laughs> on second thought, we're not going to let him get anywhere with that. But, guys, uh, Landon, where can everybody find you on the uh, social media atmosphere? And you, ha I, I guess you haven't been deplatformed yet, have you? Not yet. I'm still on there. And uh, on a no toilet Landon 44 and my MySpace handle is just <laughs> your what's your parlor handle? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That went over like a lead balloon. I don't know. Maybe it'll no. come back. Well, I think one or two platforms is enough. Yeah, yeah. My Hotmail account is <laughs> my uh, web crawler uh, URL. Yeah, but um, yeah, I find Landon there. I think he's on um, he's on it pretty regular. Um, you're also going to find the Dryline Farmer podcast all over the Global Lag Network. And you're going to find me tweeting it out at Trader Brent. That's at Trader Brent on Twitter. And I'm also on Instagram, although I don't know how you find me. I guess you can find me through that or whatever. And we do have a Dryland Farmer Podcast Facebook page. So type it in there. And, hey, if you're on iTunes, give us a good review. Give us stars or something. I mean, whatever the case is. Again, if you're going to give us a bad review, at least be clever about it. So go there, do that. Hey, any press is good press, even if it's bad press. So uh, until next time, guys, we enjoy 
doing this episode, doing this podcast, and we hope you all keep listening. Stay safe out there. And until next time, we'll ask you, what side of the line are you on? The Dryline Farmer Podcast, a member of the Global Ag Network. There's podcasts, and then there's this, the Dryline Farmer Podcast.